Welcome to Uncovering the Subconscious Podcast, where I will teach you how to manifest your dream life. My name is Dana, and join me as I travel the world, learning all about mindset and meeting new people that have a story to share. Hi friends, and welcome to episode 74 of Uncovering the Subconscious Podcast. Uh, Exciting episode today as well. We are going to talk about solo dating. I've been meaning to do an episode on this for a while because I just think solo dating is so 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 important it can be so beneficial for so many ways that I will go on and touch on in this episode but it's just incredible and I want everyone to at least try it at some point so that's why I'm going to talk about it today um so yeah welcome to episode 74 uh so let's talk a little bit about what it's meant by solo dating so the act of solo dating is when you go on a normal date, just minus the other person. So it's the intentional activity that you do it alone. So you intentionally go alone on a date. It is totally normal for this to feel unnatural or to even feel really uncomfortable. And that's because society has told us that doing things alone isn't normal. And that's not true, but it's just what it's been <laughs> they've been telling us and what we've got into our head. But after doing it a few times, you will not even think twice about it. You won't even realize that anyone thinks it's abnormal. Like a lot of it is just in our head and we think people are judging us for doing it. When in reality, they're probably actually either not even thinking about you or that a lot of times I actually find people are like impressed. They're like, I I love that. I want to be able to do that myself. Now, it is important to note: in order to be solo dating, you must be alone and what i mean by this the reason i'm saying this so specifically is that includes no phone having your phone is not alone oh that's a nice little quote this is in school i'm not saying that you can't reply to a text or you can't quickly check something but if you say you're solo dating and you're sitting at a restaurant and you're scrolling through tiktok you call your friend while you're there or you just scroll on your phone then you're not alone you're talking to people you're interacting with people you're actually just dating hundreds of people at once instead of dating yourself and it's very unnatural when we feel uncomfortable to use our phone as a barrier as like a protection as a shield because that way we can ignore the supposed judging stares and we get our head it's okay to be alone because i put my phone up to my face no one can see me and if i i can't see them so if they can't see if i can't see them then they can't see me and i'm alone but i'm not alone so it's it's not really solo dating if you have to sit on your phone the whole time once you learn to date yourself and remove your phone from the equation you will feel so empowered empowered and your journey of self-discovery will be so amazing So I'm going to touch on a few different things in this episode, including the benefits of solo dating. And there's some really great ones in there. Also, how to solo date if you're not solo. So if you're in a relationship, can you still solo date? How you can begin as well as some ideas on how you can start solo dating. I also am going to touch on solo dating and manifestation before I conclude the episode. And before I get into it, just the logistical things, I'd appreciate if you could rate the podcast. So on Spotify, after you've listened to three episodes, you can rate it at the top. And also on Apple, you can review it. I've worked out last week, you can review it and rate it. So if you can do that below, that would be amazing. And also follow the podcast. Um, you could... I, 
think you just follow that on the top as well. You can also follow my social media pages, keep in touch with what's happening in my life, as well as my travel around Portugal. And that is Soul Traveler Full Stop Coach. A bit about my week so far as well. So again, I'm doing this in advance. So it's when it's this is released, I believe it will be the 19th of November. Um, and yeah, nothing really to update you on because I'm doing this so far in advance. But so likely I'm just somewhere hanging around Portugal, maybe Spain. We'll see. This is why you need to follow my social media pages so you can keep updated with where I'm at. All right, without further ado, let's get into the episode. So we're going to start with the benefits of solo dating because there are so, so many reasons, as I've already mentioned, and it's a really good kind of push for why to get you to start this journey, to convince you to start this journey. So number one, one of the reasons it benefits is it teaches you how to be alone. So many of us struggle in being alone. When there's silence, we try and feel it. When no one is around, we try and make plans. It's a coping mechanism. It's like this fear of being alone and this fear of being with your thoughts. And when you start to solo date, you learn that it's okay and you learn that it's not so scary. And you actually start to enjoy your own company, which in turn means that your anxiety can actually lower. Also, you'll stop settling for shit partners because the sole reason sometimes that people, the sole reason that people settle a lot of the time is that they just want to fill a gap. They want to fill a gap in their life. And and that is because they don't like being alone. So they feel like there's this gap here. And so, all right, the next person that comes into my life, I'm going to settle for them. And that's it. But <laughs> then you end up with a really shit person that drags you down and probably even ruins your self-esteem more. So if when you solo date, you're, you get more confident and you you don't feel alone so you're much more likely to allow an authentic positive person into your life because you're not just trying to fill a gap number two is you do things you want to do so how many times have you not done something you really really wanted to do simply because you haven't been able to find someone that wants to do it with you so say there's a concert you really want to go to but none of your friends like the music so you just didn't go How many opportunities and experiences have you missed because you were worried about just going alone, because you couldn't find someone to go with you? Imagine after solo dating, once you get used to it, you will no longer be afraid to be alone. And imagine the kind of adventures you can actually have. This is such a good reason why it's so beneficial, because this is one of the big ones that you'll find. Number three is you connect deeper with yourself. So instead of spending the whole time getting to know someone else, like you would on a date, you're spending the whole time getting to know yourself better. So solo dating is so great in helping you reconnect to your feelings and understand them on, on a deeper level. Like I said, just as you would on a date. So you can ask yourself deeper questions. You can sit there. You can let yourself sit there and see what emotions come up. Number four, you meet people. Now, I would recommend solo dating just to spend time with yourself at certain times, but sometimes it does also open up opportunities to meet new people, just like solo travel does. So you're by yourself. Not only do you become more approachable because you're not sitting there directly talking to someone and people don't know if they can interrupt, but you're also more likely to be more open to people. Like your energy will come off as more open. So you can like chat up 
uh, start a chat with the worker or strike up a conversation with the table next to you. You may even spot another solo data that you can meet and maybe join on with. It's a really, really great opportunity and a great way that you can meet somebody new. Number five, it teaches you what you like and what you don't like. Solo dating, it's perfect practice to know what kind of dating you like so that when you're dating an actual person, you know what's going to show the most authentic you and what is going to take the pressure off dating. Because when you go to do something and it's not very good, I've, I've went on a one at mini golf before and I'm terrible at mini golf and it was just so embarrassing because I was so bad at it. And so you, it takes the pressure off, off you when you don't have to worry about doing something that you don't enjoy you know the kind of dates you like and you can start off your dating experience in a really positive way number six i've kind of touched on earlier but your confidence will grow one of the biggest benefits in solo dating is that your confidence is going to expand it can be so scary dating by yourself and i i i can acknowledge and i do want you to acknowledge that but that is only because you think people will judge you you have in your mind that people are going to judge you for being alone so the more that you do it and the more that you build into it the more your confidence will grow so an example of this my first time I went to a restaurant alone this was so scary for me I'd done solo dating before but they were much on the easier scale where I felt less judged like it was less in public this time I was dreading it like I knew I had to do it because it was the one I was scared of so I took myself out for some sushi and I can tell you I was so tempted to grab my phone every few minutes I was sitting there trying to avoid touching it and it was hard it was really hard and that's normal but the next time you do it maybe you don't you no longer have the desire to grab your phone you're still feeling a bit awkward but you're less tempted to grab your phone the next time you don't even notice anyone else you don't even think that anyone is watching you and then the next time after that maybe you strike up the conversation with a waiter as you grow you will stop worrying about people judging you so you will stop seeing things that aren't there (laughs) and you'll get over the no when you get over the nerves you will feel so much more confident and this idea of someone judging you you'll realize it's just so stupid and it doesn't actually happen nobody really cares on that deep of a level And the last benefit I'm going to touch on is your self-love grows. The more that you solo date and the more that you build your relationship with yourself, the more that you're going to feel connected and you're you just this love for yourself is going to become so strong you'll start feeling a deeper connection to yourself which in turn will develop in turn will develop the way that you see yourself. You'll see yourself in such a brighter light. As I said, like your confidence is growing, you're seeing yourself in a brighter light. Solo dating is just such a great way to build that self-love. All right. Now, before you ask me, but Dana, I'm born in a relationship. How do I solo date? I can't solo date if I'm in a relationship. I'm going to answer your question. Solo dating is for everyone. Just because you have a partner doesn't mean you shouldn't solo date. And it, it just, it actually, more than it doesn't mean you shouldn't, it means you should there's so many benefits even just a solo date when you're in a partnership and I promise it's not classed as cheating (laughs) solo dating is not cheating it can actually really build your relationship with your partner because you're learning to be independent and show love for yourself so the typical quote how do you expect someone to love you if you don't love yourself kind of comes into play here how do you expect your partner to love you 
not that they're not going to love you, but how do you expect them to be able to show that love to you if you can't show that love to yourself? Partnerships that do not have much independency or alone time can actually cause a lot of issues in the future of the relationship. Maybe at the start it feels really great and really like the honeymoon period, we're always together, we love each other so much, but as the relationship grows and you lose that like that independent that independence, you're going to struggle a bit more. And even worse, if the relationship ends, you have this dependent attachment to someone who has now just disappeared from your life and they're no longer part of your life. How are you supposed to move on when you've taught yourself that someone should be in there? You've never learned to just enjoy your own company. With solo dating, you build the most important relationship, the one with yourself, so that you don't become unfairly reliant on other people. Having me time will strengthen the relationship and it's honestly, it's just so good at times to miss your partner because then it's so much better when you come back and reunite. All right, so let's talk about where can you begin your solo dating journey. So the right choice of solo dating, it depends on what what you enjoy doing. One, fi- one size does not fit all. And if you're unsure, you can just dip your toes in to get an idea of what it is you'd like. And if you're quite nervous to begin, then I'd recommend starting small and working your way up into bigger things. So a good starting point for solo dating, I would recommend is a pamper session at home. So like a spa night or a picnic at the beach or the park, you can bring a book. These two options allow you to be alone without being too public. So I still want you to push yourself further at some point, but use this as a starting point just to realize how you feel after solo dating when you're not worried too much about other people. Uh, Some other good solo dating ideas include a hike slash a walk. Take yourself outdoors for a nice hike or walk. It's a great way to get some exercise and also to just spend some alone time in nature with so much silence. It's also a great form of meditation too. One I've already mentioned earlier in the episode, but I'm mentioning again because it's really great, is go to a concert. This is definitely one of the more daunting ones, but it's a super fun experience that you have to do at least once going to a concert solo. It's also a great way to meet other people with similar interests. I actually went to one in Brighton this year and I had such a good time. I was meant to go with a friend and last minute she was sick and I kind of debated. I was like, should I just not go? Or should I? I was like, I've always wanted to go to a concert alone. This is a great opportunity. So I went and I had such a good time. I met this lovely couple pretty early in the night who I hung around with for a bit. But then when I wanted to get a bit closer to the front and they didn't, because I was so low, I didn't have any pressure. Like I just met these people. It was great to chat with them, but I could also leave and enjoy myself. And also it's much easier to get closer to the front when you're by yourself than when you're with other people. Another idea is see a movie. This one can seem scary, but it's one of the best ones. You're sitting in the dark anyway, so it should be really easy. So take yourself to see a movie you've been wanting to see, and you can also do it on your own schedule, get those cheaper tickets. You're not working around other people's time. Sometimes even with movies and theater performances, you can snatch up some really decent and cheap seats when you get them last minute, and especially when you're only buying them for one. I did this a few years ago at the, I watched uh, Spider-Man in the cinema and it was so much fun. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Next one, go to a cafe, go get yourself a coffee and a snack. As the Swedes would say, a thick of fix. So this is where you sit in a cafe and you enjoy a coffee and a dessert and you just take the time to drink slowly, enjoy the moment, enjoy the present moment and just sit back and relax. 
Okay, the one I've already touched on as well is take yourself to dinner. This is one of the scarier ones, but once you get used to doing this, it's such a confidence boost. And think, if you were solo traveling, you would go and eat somewhere without thinking twice about it. Like, weirdly enough, I've always thought this, like, I was so daunted and so put off about going in my hometown in Adelaide, um, going out to a restaurant yet when I'm solo traveling, I have to, cause I'm by, if I'm by myself, I need to go eat food. So why are you letting it affect you in your hometown? Sit down and enjoy a meal to yourself. Say that table for one with confidence and keep that phone away. Next one, uh, this is the last one I'm going to suggest is go for a drive. This is one of my favorite solo dates. Turn off the music Still drive safely, definitely don't get the phone out for this one. Wind the windows down and take yourself on a bit of an adventure. You can even go somewhere in a a small town nearby or whatever you want to do and just whatever floats your boat, whatever is cool to you. There's so many other solo dating ideas and I'll probably make a post about it on my page as well to give you some more. I've got previous posts, so I'll still some stuff from that. Uh, But otherwise, just use your old friend Google. Okay, let's talk about the law of attraction and solo dating. So solo dating is all about changing your energy. So when you link it up with the law of attraction and manifestation, it can be such a great way to raise your emotional scale. So I've touched on the emotional scale in other episodes, but essentially it's this scale where it's like lower emotions at the bottom, higher emotions at the top, and you want to work your way up instead of jumping on the scale. And although it's a really great way to manifest, anything you want it's an especially great way to manifest a partner when you learn to love your alone time and love yourself you're telling the universe that you want to bring in someone that loves you like you do yourself and I mentioned this as well in the benefits when you learn to not try and fill a space with the first person that you see so when you this fear of being alone and filling someone into this space You're actually opening the doors and telling the universe that you want something better, that you want something that's going to fulfill you. So often in dating, we become manic and we try and make someone fit our script, but forcing anyone into our ideal person is never going to end well. When you're able to learn that you are your ideal person and you don't need anyone else, then you aren't telling the universe to fill a gap because the gap doesn't exist. And instead, you're allowing someone to come into your life that already fits. Instead of feeling like that person has to be put into that gap, you're allowing someone to come in. All right, my friends, that does bring us to the end of the episode. So a bit of a conclusion. Solidating is a very beneficial way to develop your self-love and your manifestations and just your relationship with the law of attraction. It's really easy to do and you can greatly excel your confidence by participating in solo dating. And you can start right now on easier levels or you can just dive right into it if you're ready for it. So thank you so much for listening to the episode. I'd really appreciate if you can rate the podcast and also follow the podcast. Uh, There's also going to be a question attached as per normal on Spotify. So answer that one. Or you can follow my pages, see more solo dating ideas. Soul Traveler Full Stop Coach on Instagram or TikTok. And to end, of course, with a quote, this one is from Mandy Hale. Until you get comfortable with being alone, you'll never know if you're choosing someone out of love or loneliness. Don't forget to embrace your soul traveler. Bye, friends.